Serious. Reddit. What's your most disturbing, scary or creepy true story? Story 1. In 3rd grade, I had this strange short teacher named Mrs. Todd. She was always super nice to me in class. She'd always call on me to do the fun activities first, compliment me whenever I did something, and was generally just very positive toward me. At the time, I thought she was perhaps my favorite person in the world. I remember even telling my mother about how much I loved Mrs. Todd anyways. One day, I sat down at my desk and opened it up to put crap in it, when shockingly I saw that there was a Victoria's Secret magazine sitting in the pullout drawer. The kid sitting next to me noticed how shocked I was. I thought I was going to get in trouble, and we started talking about how it might have got there. Almost immediately, Mrs. Todd walks up asks what have you got there I was seriously confused, and told her it was sitting in my desk when I got here this morning. Well, she looks at me and tells me that the kid sitting next to me must have put it there. She kept repeating that statement over and over again to both him and me, until I finally admitted that I guess he could have put it there. Maybe a few days after that, she approached me after class to tell me about this special field trip I could go on if I kept doing good in class. It would be a trip with just her and I to the Gulf of Mexico for the weekend. I remember being really excited about it at the time. However, suddenly she got replaced at the school and we got this new teacher that didn't like me as much. I was so heartbroken at the time. It wasn't until many years later that I realized how fucked up that situation was. It scares me thinking about it still. Story 2. When I was 7 years old, I was walking to my babysitter's house all by myself. She only lived a block from the schoolyard. I'd done it all the time. This car pulls up beside me on the road, and the driver keeps gesturing to me to come closer and shouting come here. Come here I'm frozen on the sidewalk and shaking my head no while my knuckles turn white clinging to my backpack. All he says before driving off is stay away from Christina, and then I never saw him again. Christina was one of my on again off again friends in grade school, along with another girl who alternated between hating me and being buddy buddy. I had completely forgotten about it after a while, and went on being on again off again with both of them. In 5th grade, the other girl invited me to the pop machine in the back hall at lunch. Cool. Okay. Quality time with a girl I've known since I was a baby. Sure. We get back to the classroom and Christina tells me that people were playing with my lunch and hid my stuff. But she was nice enough to bring it back for me. I started drinking the pop I'd brought for lunch and something was really off. I spit it out and ran for the water fountain to rinse my mouth out. Turns out. Christina and her sister had topped up my drink with Lysol. If I drank much more I probably would have been stupidly sick. The police were called, and a restraining order was put on both of them. It was delightfully ineffective however, because the school was so small there was no separate class to put them in. They got 3 and 4 day suspensions. I have no idea if the two events are related, who that man was, or how he knew how bad Christina was at the time. But that memory sticks with me to this day. Story 3. I was around 11 years old and I woke up in the middle of the night to a man straddled on top of me with his hand over my mouth and nose. He told me to roll over and not scream. I rolled onto the floor and tried to scream bloody murder. I say tried cause when you are truly terrified it can take a second to find your voice. My mum heard me screaming and came in and fought with the guy. He was at least 6 she was 5 feet 3 inches and scared him enough with the fighting and screaming that he took off out the window he had come in through. Never did catch him. Story 4. I was outside playing with friends one afternoon, 
we were around 9 or 10, we lived in a quiet area, as we were playing, we noticed a man in a truck drive by over and over again, each time he passed my friend's yard, he would drive slowly, we then realized that this man was recording us with one of those old handheld recorders, it freaked us out, we ran inside their house and called his mum, she told them they needed to stay inside and that I should go home, I tried explaining that my mum wasn't home at the moment, but she still made me leave, I lived about a mile or two down the road, I've never ran so fast in my life, I was terrified that man was going to find me as I was running back home, when my mum found out what happened, she was super pissed off my friend's mum hadn't allowed me to stay at their house until she could come pick me up. Story 5. When I was a kid and lived in my old apartment my mum befriended the downstairs neighbor and would often invite her over for coffee and tea because she was always so lonely. A few weeks went by without hearing from her so we both go downstairs and knock on the door. It was like a movie where when you knock the door slowly crept open as if it had been this way for a while. We walked inside and found her in the bathtub covered in blood and the smell was disgusting. Apparently the lady's girlfriend left her and she couldn't handle the pain. My mom's way of comforting me was don't worry, Mark. She was our friend so she won't haunt us gee thanks mum. Story 6. My wife and I stayed at a small rental property in Bath, UK this spring. Whilst in bed I heard the gate to the property, right outside our bedroom window open and close quietly. This immediately made me jump up and become alert. I heard someone trying to quietly walk on the gravel walkway to our front door until the motion sensor light came on. I saw a person's shadow dart against the wall outside of our room and instantly went into attack mode. I ran into the kitchen and grabbed a knife from the wooden block and stood at the front door ready to pounce. It was silent for way too long and then I heard someone running away and the gate slam. My wife said that once the motion light turned off the person took off running. I have no idea what their intentions were but I almost stabbed the hell out of someone that night. It still gives me goosebumps thinking about it. Story 7. Probably just my entire life would count as a disturbing, scary story. My mother and grandmother were always extremely protective over me as a child I grew up forbidden to visit friends or family, walk down the street, go outdoors by myself, or even cook or drive. It got worse and worse as I grew older. I mean, I was 19 and my mother forbade me from having a job. She told me that I had everything that I needed right there with her. I didn't need money. I decided that enough was enough and saved up some money from doing laundry and finding change around the house, swiping what I could here and there and I had to hide it well. She would steal it from me if she found it, she said that all money was hers and hers alone. I packed my bags one day and tried to leave, she actually tackled me to the ground and dragged me back inside with my grandmother's help, had my phone reported stolen and took it from me so that I couldn't make calls, and slept beside my bed to make sure that I didn't sneak away. She took me to a church meeting one day holiness and had the demons blessed out of me for 3 hours solid. No one would help me, she had them all convinced that I was nuts and needed help. She even recruited a cousin on my next attempt weeks later, when I actually got a bus ticket, to come and trick me into the car. Cousin told me that she was protecting me, helping me but she wanted to talk to me first shut the car door on me after I got in, it had a child safety lock on it. They drove me home and kept me isolated for a solid year before I could get help. Some of my relatives even parked their cars in the driveway for a while to keep me from leaving. Story 8. I'm in my room, sitting in front of my computer, working late at night as usual. 
I have to go pee, so I head out the door. I'm staying with family for a few weeks, so I try to be super quiet to avoid waking anyone up. To get to the bathroom I have to go around a sort of left-handed U-turn. I've stayed in this house for a month or so every year for as long as I've been alive, and I've done a lot of midnight pees, so I know the way by heart. I go out the door, take a few steps, left turn, few steps, left turn, down the hall, and into the bathroom. I turn the light on in the bathroom, do my business, turn the light off, and start making my way back towards my room. I don't want to turn on the whole light at this point, again to avoid disturbing family, so I'm basically blind. I feel my way down the hallway, right turn, few steps, right turn, and suddenly holy fuck I swear I saw a shadow or something move. I stop dead and listen as hard as I can, still totally blind, nothing. So I take another few steps and I swear to god I saw a shadowy figure move towards me, directly towards me, out of the solid wood or to my room. I stop again and feel panic start to set it. This is the creepiest thing I've ever experienced since childhood nightmares, and I used to have some pretty fucked up ones, like that my dad was trying to kill me. I'm not imagining things, I definitely saw shadowy thing moving towards me in the dark. I take one more step towards my room, close enough to the door to grab the handle, and the shadowy, creepy as hell thing moves towards me again. It's getting bigger every time, it's right in front of my face, inches away, but I can't quite focus on it. I start to seriously freak out, I actually consider calling for help, sleeping family be damned, and that's when my nose bumps into the mirror that hangs on the wall next to my door, at a 90 degree angle to it. Turns out I got totally disoriented and never made my second right hand turn. The end. Story 9. When I was 4 years old my father, stepmother and baby brother all died in a highway collision with a semi truck. They parked on the side of highway 84 in west Texas between Lubbock and Abilene. They stopped to check on the baby who was having a fit. The semi driver had been over his hours and veered onto the shoulder and hit their car going downhill at about 70 miles per hour while they were stationary. No one but the semi driver survived the ensuing damage and fire. Being 4 I hadn't been around him that much since my parents split so I to this day don't have any recollection of him at all. But I ended up attending Texas Tech in Lubbock and consequently drove past the exam same spot on my way to and from DFW to Lubbock. I decided to research the incident and I found an article of someone who saw the accident and called for help. They lived in the house at least up until when the article was written and put on the internet. But they always described seeing the young family, my family, from the crash walking along the side of the highway, continuing their journey but never getting any close their destination. Which sadly enough they were coming from Albuquerque to Houston to pick me up for a few months. I was actually at a loss when I found the story. I broke down which was weird because I never knew this person. They are a part of me and I don't even know who this is. I attempted to find the spot of the accident by asking some locals who surprisingly remembered the incident from the late 90s. I was able to find the approximate spot and I took a couple moments of silence while I was there just to show respect. It's one of the stranger stories I have. Edit. Thank you everyone for kind and inquisitive replies. This part of my life hasn't really left me looking for any answers but it still leaves me with an empty feeling that's hard to describe. Always be safe driving y'all and never drive sleepy. This is just one accident my friends or family have been involved in dealing with exhausted driving. 
and always tell your loved ones just how much you love them every chance you get. Story 10. I was in my mid-twenties, walking home from work across my local park it was summer, broad daylight. The park was fairly dodgy by night, but safe and busy, with people relaxing and walking their dogs. During the day, I always made a shortcut through a small gate in the middle of the park, which led out to the road. On this day, there were two youngish Asian guys blocking the gate. I had a gut feeling that something wasn't right, and that I should avoid them, but reasoned I was being stupid and continued on. I just asked them to move when I got to the gate. But as I edged closer, one of the guys disappeared from view and the other suddenly started shouting out to me, Hey, you got the time as he did this. I realized the second guy was now crouching behind the nearby bushes. I took a few steps more and then noticed that there was a car parked next to them, and two, maybe more, guys were crouched alongside the car. In an instant, I realized something was wrong and I did an about turn, quickening my step in the opposite direction. The same guy then started shouting again, Oi, oh I, you, what's the time? My adrenaline racing, I sped up again towards another exit from the park. The guy didn't shout again, but I was scared all the way home that they were following me. My hands have never shaken so much when turning the key in my door. I fully believe that I avoided being gang raped or kidnapped that day. Story 11. This was a few months after I had moved into my house. I had a long weekend and I was at home just doing some cleaning and cooking. While my food was in the oven, I decided to go for a quick shower. I was drying off when I heard the beep, 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 beep sound of my oven timer letting me know it was time to take the food out. I wrapped myself in a towel and went into the kitchen. I got the food out, started some sides going, and then went back to clean up in the bathroom and get dressed. When I walked back into the kitchen, I noticed that there was a small blood splatter on my white, tiled floor. Naturally, I freaked the fuck out. I whipped around and walked right the fuck out of the house because my mind was instantly filled with ideas of someone breaking in and cutting their leg on the broken window glass and then hiding out somewhere in my house waiting to rape and murder me when I least expected it. I called my then boyfriend to tell him that I thought someone was in my house something weird had happened in my house. He was at work and couldn't come. So I called my neighbor, told her the situation, and asked her to please come over for a while. She agreed that the blood spot was very strange and together we grabbed knives and slowly creaked open the doors to the extra bedrooms and the closets. No one was there. At that point, I became convinced that they had to be hiding in the basement and starting shitting myself because my basement is huge and scary as fuck. We go down braced for the worst but there's nothing there but boxes and spiders. After not finding or hearing anything strange, I calmed down. My neighbor left, and I cleaned up the blood. I told my boyfriend I was fine and tried to just go about having a normal day, but I couldn't stop thinking about it. I didn't hallucinate the blood on my floor. It was really there. How the hell did it get there? Was there a bad guy somewhere close to my house? What happened? Did I have a mouse that jumped from the counter and injured itself when it hit the floor? A few hours later, I used the bathroom and noticed that I had started my period. I was really embarrassed and ashamed when I connected the dots and realized that when I squatted down to take my food out of the oven, I must have dripped a drop of blood onto the floor. Story 12. I honestly thought I was going to die. Face plastered on the news type of death. I was 20 and hanging out with some friends on this old bridge in a small community called El Lobo that was in the middle of nowhere. It was late, 
We parked the truck on the bridge and had the headlights on so we could see how much alcohol we were drinking while we stood around. I looked off the edge of the bridge towards the bank of the little creek below, and I fucking froze. This plant was growing, like, feet per second. Jack and the beanstalk speed, little shop of horrors, sentient green plant was coming to life. It had to be alien, no way around it, it was going to eat me and my friends. My heart was pounding, I was sweating and shaking, all of this thought and fear happened in less than a second. Then I realized someone threw a cigarette butt over the bridge and what I was seeing was the smoke rising and the headlights, and it looked fucking weird. Thankfully my friend saw as well and had the same moment of horror. That was almost 8 years ago and we still talk about it. Story 13. Years ago I stayed for some nights at a hotel in the New Forest which is a national park on the south coast of England. The hotel was a large former hunting lodge built sometime in the 19th century. I felt very uncomfortable in my room and almost as though there were others there with me or someone watching me. I am not the kind of person that is normally given to such feelings but they were very strong and extremely uncomfortable. I was with a large group staying there and speaking to others after the first night many felt the same. That first night it took me a long time to fall asleep and for the first time in my entire adult life I could not bring myself to turn out the lights before I went to bed. When I eventually fell asleep I had the most vivid dreams that felt extremely real of being in a trench somewhere during the great war and hearing the constant banging of explosions and of artillery pieces firing. I woke up feeling extremely distressed and with a cold sweat. There was a banging noise which I assume must have been some metal roofing not affixed properly moving in the wind. I've never felt anything like it since and had never felt anything like it before. It felt so very real and I was completely overwhelmed with so many emotions and utterly terrified. I couldn't get back to sleep. I felt like I was in the company of others. I felt like someone was near or that feeling you get when you know people are looking at you. And I spent the rest of the night in a kind of daze. In the morning I went downstairs for breakfast and saw a frame on the wall containing some photographs and a story about how the hotel was converted to a military hospital during World War 1. I did not know anything about this before I arrived and before that night. I had also not been reading anything about the war or had seen anything on television recently about it. I'm a practical and skeptical woman but I don't know what to make of that experience. I spent the remainder of the stay with one of my friends in another room. The oppressive atmosphere and general feeling of something wrong and frightening to me did not lift and my friend I stayed with was also afraid and was glad of me to stay with them in their room. Hope you enjoyed the episode. Stay tuned for more.